Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Product Boss. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, and I'm here with my co-host, the beautiful Mina Kunlositap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So we just got back from a wild ride of the last two weeks. Mina actually went to two conferences, and I went to one. And we wanted to chat with you about our key takeaways, things, the little gems that we found at these events and how we can grow from it, how we can adjust our businesses and ourselves to it. And then also we wanted to share them with you because you probably weren't there with us to experience these conferences. Yeah. Two is a lot for me, especially back-to-back weeks. I barely know where I was or what I'm doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought it'd be great with it being top of mind. Um, So our first conference that we went to, we kind of literally went to this one a little bit just to see each other. Yeah. So we went to the She's Building Her Empire live event, which is with Stacey Tushel. And we all listened to her podcast and we're part of her group. And we just thought it would be great because the thing is, is that when you're with like-minded people, like-minded entrepreneurs, um, it's just great to be together in person because you can really chat and discuss the things you're learning and have your peers around you to help you grow. Because so much of us, I know I say this all the time, but we're on that island by ourselves. And so if you're working from home and you have your significant others, your spouse, your kids, but there's not a lot of people to bounce these ideas off of. And there's nothing like being in person with these people. Yeah. And every conference is different. And that's even if you're going back. So this was actually my second year at She's Building Her Empire Live and Jacqueline's first year. So I kind of knew going in what the format would be. And I still pulled so many gems out of it that were so different from the year before, simply because Jacqueline was with me and because the speakers were different. And also, um, did we mention it was in Milwaukee? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it was in Milwaukee and I did not walk around last time and I did this time, I feel like. Yeah. And the cool thing is, so Mina knew a lot of people there from last year. There were were return uh, women. And then there's also a group of people that were part of the Biz Chicks community. And there were women there that I've chatted with through that community that actually were at this live event as well because they were local to Milwaukee. And so it was pretty awesome to actually meet these people in person and and create these bonds. Um, The next event that we're both going to together is Biz Chicks Live in Southern California, which will be at the end of the year. And so it's great too, because then we, we get to see them, you know, and then chat about our businesses. And then by the next time that we see each other, we may have taken really great steps in our business. And some of that was influenced by each other and the, the ways that we advised each other when we were together. Yeah, I see this as a like a steep investment into my personal and business development because I don't have coworkers. I don't have anybody who's thinking outside of what I'm doing and being in person with somebody really solidifies like your relationship with them and their um 
how they impact you. So I think that it makes a huge difference for you to be in person for sure, just like what Jacqueline said. Yes. Yeah, so I think one of the key takeaways is just getting out of your comfort zone. So getting out of your house, getting out of your office and and pushing yourself into attending a a conference or a trade show or something. But I would say personally, I would say that maybe at least once a year that you should invest into yourself as the business owner to help grow yourself. So that personal that personal investment. And whether or not it's a business retreat or a yoga retreat or whatever it is, whatever you need to do to take some time for yourself and to get you outside of where you normally are and to meet other people. Because the other thing is the networking. I think that was incredible. Some of the people that we met. Yeah. The best thing about conferences is that they happen year over year, usually around the same time. And it's like a huge milestone, you know, a way to set a milestone for yourself. So, you know, like for instance, Stacey Tushel's event, where I was last year was night and day from where I am now. And Biz Chicks Live will be returning to that live event in November. Last year was in October. Our business will even change even more from then too. So every conference you go to, you yourself change business-wise and, you know, personally, and you just, you have more friends every single time and it's, uh, it's really fun and it just makes you want to think bigger and, um, do more. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the other event that you just, you came back from that you went on your own too. So I went to Seller Summit, which it was a mastermind for e-commerce people. I thought it was a mastermind for Amazon people. Turns out I wasn't paying attention when I bought this $1,500 ticket. So um, it was for all e-commerce. So whether it was on their website or Etsy or whatever, it was not just Amazon sellers. So maybe three people out of the 12 in my group were Amazon sellers, um, though they understood it. Um, I ended up meeting... So you have to qualify to be in this mastermind. So it was a mastermind setting that was happening before the actual conference that was to hundreds of people. I did not stay for the actual conference. I only went in for the mastermind because I was going to be away from my girls for a second week in a row. I kind of just wanted to go for the mastermind. And then the bigger conference was more for like startup people. Though, you know, I actually get the recordings to those. So I'll probably listen to them anyways, too. So one of those gems that you got from out of your mastermind was you were saying that they were analyzing your website. Yeah, it was really interesting getting to be around other product people. I finally figured out or I finally realized why Jacqueline is in all these service-based ones too. So Jacqueline and I talk to each other pretty much every single day, but she's also in actual masterminds for DCC because it's a service-based company that has product-based clients. And so I always felt like, oh, she can pretty much do this herself. She doesn't need those people. She can do whatever she wants. Like, you know, (laughs) never really thought that you needed them. Uh, When I went to this mastermind, it like blew my mind um, because I was like, oh, this is what it feels like to be around other product people. (laughs) (laughs) Jacqueline is feeling like in her service-based ones, uh, which I'm not, you know, a part of or whatever. So it was different. The feeling was different. The relationships were still amazing. And then um, it was just, I don't know, it just felt different too. And then I still made like really great connections and, and then the networking was amazing too. And also the inspiration, right? That you take away. So you had met somebody that had an amazing website or presence and you found out that she had her shots done by a food photographer. Yeah. Which led you down like that aha moment of wow, I should actually be using a food photographer to get my product shots. Yeah. And a little bit, you guys, was 
So since we facilitate masterminds, I was a little Miss Chatty Kathy. I almost <laughs> felt like I was a little bit too chatty um, because I had an opinion on everything. This is because we're in deep in coaching right now. And I had so many suggestions and everybody was, you know, they had suggestions and everything, but definitely um, one of the girl, the women that I met, she said, you know, I think there's something to be said for all the conferences and the different industries that you're exposed to, because you know a lot about a lot of things. That's what she said to me. And I was like, maybe I need to not be so opinionated, you know, like, I'm sure she did not mean it that way, but there is something to be said about that for sure. Like I being exposed to Jacqueline for one, who's in the fashion industry, having a podcast and just being in coaching myself. I feel like I'm definitely over that learning curve of coaching people. So then when they're like, Hey, I'm the hot seat and here's my struggle. I'm like, here's what you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know that I would take that from that. I think if you want to talk about who you were a year ago, like when you were at, um, uh, she's building her empire live last year versus this year, what has changed? You're a podcast host. You are a mastermind facilitator. You do one-on-one coaching. And we've been exposed to so many more businesses. And so we get to sort of see behind the curtain of these other businesses and their struggles. And so there's a lot of relatable stuff. And that's why we started The Product Boss and why we started our masterminds and our one-on-one coaching because we've been in our own groups and our own masterminds where people didn't fully get it or get us. Right now, for me, I wouldn't be in the mastermind you went to because I'm not, I'm not fully pushing a product currently. But there's, there's the reason why me and I became friends is that we speak the same language, right? We speak the same, speak the same product based language, and I still have a product that I sell, and but it's just not the forefront of my business. So I would take it away as that you do know a lot about a lot of things, and I'm sure that kind of blew some people's minds of like, how does this woman know? so much about so much. Because again, a lot of these people are still operating very much in their business and within their own, like the influence that's around them. So they don't know a little bit about a lot of things. Yeah. I was um, kind of taken aback by how different conferences are just the networking aspect for one. So this one was a lot of masterminding and then we'd go out to dinner and then there'd be social events with like all the masterminds. So there was three groups that were million dollar and up. So you had to qualify for three groups of 12 million dollar and up. And then two, only two groups that were 250 and up. And those are groups of 12 as well. And they're facilitated by different people. And so then the the whole event before the conference. So a bunch of networking events, social events, and then the mastermind were all those people that qualified. And so it was so interesting to see how people were approaching their businesses. Um, Some people were Amazon, some people were Etsy, and um, some people were just like their own Shopify site. Oh, a lot of eBay people. I was astonished. Like eBay is hanging in there, guys. I just bought my lamp. So we just bought a house and and we bought a lamp off of eBay. That wasn't a used lamp, but it was basically like buying product off of eBay. So there is still definitely a business there. Yeah, I was surprised at all that. And then people were having the same experience with Walmart where it wasn't as big and booming as I thought it was. So it was cool to get validated on a lot of the things that I wasn't sure of because, you know, being in, I was just taken aback by how how many little subsets of online business there are. There's the female entrepreneurs, which you and I are heavy in. There is the product entrepreneurs, which is a whole different place that I visited in Florida at Seller Summit, apparently. And then there is like the service-based people and 
I don't know, it's crazy. It just blew my mind. Like everybody thinks they're on, on an island, but it's all these islands that are like right next to each other. Yeah. So the mastermind that I'm in, or I wasn't, but we're still all friends. I mean, it was um, somebody who does travel for Disney, another person who's an occupational therapist for kids, somebody else who has a um, play-based program in France for children. Natalie Gingrich was in my group, but she does everything. What is she? Project, <laughs> she does project management. Project management yeah. and strategy. A lawyer, Jamie Lieberman from Hashtag Legal. There's just a, there was such a mix in our group, but we were service-based in the way that we dealt with clients or customers. And so we were all able to relate, but then our industries were so different, but we had similar issues like um, growing our businesses, scaling, getting employees, adding on locations. There, you know, questions about legal things and insurance and whatnot. So we do have relationships or similarities with other businesses, but it is great when you're with people who speak the same language. Um, so back to, so again, so going back to this idea of networking, when we were at She's Building Her Empire, we talked to every single speaker that was there and we tried to create relationships with them in the way of, because genuinely we liked them and there were some social events that we got to hang out and they spoke at. We met Stacey Tushel and chatted with her a little bit. So now within her group, we're on her radar that she knows us from meeting us in person and also just people we sat with. So mixing up the tables of where we were sitting and meeting other people. So we probably got some clients out of being there. We have some businesses that we can use, like some service-based businesses that we can also use, potential podcast interviews, just a ton of networking in all different ways to benefit all of our businesses and us personally. Yeah. A bunch of services that we can use their offerings. Um, also, Stacy Tushel, I already knew her. I had met her at Boss Mom and you know last year's event, but it's definitely easier to do a touch point if you're an introvert like I am for the most part when you're introducing somebody else. So I would just say, hey, I brought Jacqueline this year. This is my business <laughs> partner. And it was so easy, you guys. So anyway, so it was a lot easier bringing someone the second time around. And you know, Jacqueline is so outgoing. She actually would ask people like just straight up, Will you be on our podcast? <laughs> in a nicer way, but there yeah, were some nicer really, way. <laughs> there were some people and hopefully we get them on our show and we're like instead of sending an email, we're in person, they're going to remember our faces and so let's go up and chat and ask them if they'd ever be willing or wanting to do it. That way, one you have a face to face. It's harder to say no face to face. So like, yeah, sure. And then I followed up with an email instantly. Like I literally yeah. was like, Oh, while I got we the okay. At the table. <laughs> Sorry, Stacey, while people were talking, I was like, we got the okay. Okay. I'm going to send that email right now so that it's all fresh in everybody's minds. And then the follow through. So remember that too. Like if there's an, Oh, and we also had me being the way I am. So I was coaching people because there were people at this group that were product-based businesses and they found out that we had our podcast. They listened to our podcast actually while they were there. And then they came up and they were asking us all sorts of questions. And when Mina and I are together, we actually <laughs> probably don't take breaths. <laughs> you guys, I was zoning out by the end of it because Jacqueline has like such bandwidth that I don't have. And she would be coaching for like the longest time. And then she would be like, I saw that you kind of zoned out there. <laughs> <laughs> but not, but I... We're idea people. I would say that's one of my superpowers is just the ideas. And so someone's chatting with me. I'm just going to throw a bunch of ideas at them um, as long as they're, you know, receptive to it. And then just be helpful because we're all there to, you know, socialize and communicate and, and figure out how to help each other. So 
I want to talk about a quote that I wrote down because we're going through our notebooks from everything we wrote about a takeaway. So one of the quotes I wrote down was, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Sabina, do you have anything to say about that quote? Um, No, but I want to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. That was our big takeaway for both of us because we talked about this, how you know, do we want to do everything as in for the product boss, the product boss is growing guys. It's we're reaching people, our audience and people are asking us when our mastermind is opening. For example, do we open up that mastermind again or do we take off the summer like we had been planning to do? So do we do everything or do we do just what, you know, so we have to decide what we want for ourselves. I mean, either way is the right choice, I feel like. And yeah, you just can't do it all. You have to you have to make a decision on it. So you can do anything, but you can't do everything. So just saying that, that we can. I mean, Mina and I are go-getters. And I mean, well, two weeks ago, we were about to create our sales page again for um, <laughs> other programs that we'd be launching. But we also both feel limited, right? Like on our bandwidth right now, we are at the end of, Venus from two conferences. I've moved into a house and done some construction on it and moved in the last five days. And so there's a lot happening in our lives and we're heading into summer, which our kids will be out of school and with us. So just because we can do it doesn't mean that we should do it. The other thing that I think our takeaway was is that we actually hired an assistant for the product boss specifically for the next few weeks to help us through a busy time because we are also doing the um, sponsorship with Create Joy and we have our private Facebook group for people who are signing up for the free two-week trial. And so we needed an extra hand. And so we could have done it all, but we decided that we would get an expert in there and an assistant to help us basically navigate that while we kept growing our businesses in the other way. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to share a quote too. Okay. So this was from one of the speakers that was, she talked about manifestation and she said, the ground is going to sprout whatever is planted. So think about that. The ground is going to sprout whatever is planted. It doesn't care what's planted. Same with your mind. So if you plant cacti, or is that what they're called? Cacti? Succulents. Um, yeah. <laughs> or weeds. Yeah, or weeds or you know any sort of plant. It will plant whatever. The ground does not care. The soil doesn't care what you're planting. It just plants whatever. So with your mind... If you think a certain way, it will just plant whatever is planted. So you need to plant. Hold on. I have another sheet. Choose a new seed to sprout. (laughs) Okay. That was a really (laughs) dramatic right there. But yes, choose a new seed to sprout in your mind because you know it's a blank slate, a soil that will plant whatever is planted and it's up to you what you are planting. Does that make sense? (laughs) So to elaborate on that, I think both of us, our takeaways from She's Building Her Empire was actually mindset. So there was a lot of mindset conversations happening, whether it's in sales and how to sell your product and your mindset around that versus your money mindset um, versus your mindset of being on video and goals and how to reward yourself. So one of the things that they had us do in between speakers was get up and move because we were sitting for a long time. And then they had us all shout, a room of women say, I love my body. I don't know how many of you have said that out loud. I think my husband has. (laughs) I doubt that. (laughs) But I mean, thinking about it yourself, how many, how many times have you said to yourself, I love my body? So by 
putting that seed in your head, let's say that's going to grow that. Or if you're being negative about sales, about your product or whatever it is, it doesn't care. So if you're being negative and you put that seed in that ground, negativity will sprout from that. Versus if you try and stay positive and say something like along the lines of, you know, money will flow my way or I will sell hundreds of my product or whatever it is. If you start to really focus on something positive, that will start to grow in that soil. So just positivity versus negativity. Hey guys, we just need to interrupt the podcast for a minute. You know what would be so exciting for product business owners? Reoccurring revenue and reoccurring sales. You know what else? Multiple streams of revenue and brilliant ideas. This is why we're over the moon about our partnership with CraveJoy, the all-in-one subscription box solution. They are passionate about helping you start and scale your subscription box. Amazing, right? What's even better is they are offering our listeners a free two-week trial to test out the back end of CraveJoy and experience how easy it would be for you to add a subscription box as another stream of revenue for your business. You may be thinking this idea is so out of the box, <laughs> pun intended, but guess what? It could lead to huge things for your business. It gives you an opportunity to test CreateJoy out. No credit card required, no obligation, while asking yourself, would an added revenue stream benefit my business? Um, yeah. So join us. Sign up for the free two-week trial run. Again, no credit card required, no obligation, and see what it's like to be a subscription boss. The link is in the show notes. To elaborate on it a little bit more, I wrote down the notes, like attracts like. If you sit idly, the universe will match that. So if you're doing nothing, you're getting nothing. So when you're saying, you know, why isn't this happening for me? It's because you're sitting idly. You need to attract like with like and be positive and kind of attract that in and make it happen with your mindset first. Yeah. So, okay. So that leads me into another one that just reminded me of um, something that one of the speakers had said. So basically imagine today who you want to be. So for example, if you sell a product or you're just launching a product, you could imagine yourself a year from now, five years from now, whatever the, however long you think it's going to take, but what, what are your goals for launching this product or starting this business? Um, Do you eventually want to be, okay, I'll just throw this out, surrounded by Chanel bags in your like master closet that has your Birkins and, you know, I'm talking really materialistic, but you have a private jet that that flies you around, um, like the Nordstrom family or whatever, that could be a goal. And then you start living in that mindset that you're already there or that you just want enough to provide for your family. Um, Perhaps we met a lot of women that retire their husbands. So basically we met one woman that husband was in law enforcement and she was able to retire him where he gets to stay home with the kids and her business is doing so well that she gets to support the family. And um, that could be a goal that like somebody, your significant other can stop doing something that they don't want to be doing anymore. Um, Live today like that. And then you will attract that. That will come to you. It's like the secret or a vision board. Yeah. It was so much manifestation and mindset stuff. I had heard a little bit of it before, but never in the way that she phrased it. So we're probably butchering it a little bit. (laughs) She was so good. I'm going to put a link with all the speakers underneath. There was Jen Casey who did sales, Coach Glitter who did visibility. 
I'll put the names of all the speakers down in the show notes so you can um, look them up and and kind of glean from her her amazing knowledge that she bestowed on us at She's Building Her Empire Live. It was so good, you guys. And and then, of course, we got to spend time w- with each other. And then we met so many new friends. One of them was pregnant and she was so cute and beautiful. Um, just reminded me how much I'm glad I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the thing, right? So we met a couple interior designers. Um, one does uh, home office interior design. And so that was something we were talking about since if we do get more visible on Facebook, um, having, you know, a good background to our offices um, and just being, you know, aware of that. Um, sales with Jen Casey, she talked about like the way to close a sale. There's a lot that you could take away from that with trying to sell your product. You know, like whether you're trying to sell it to a store, a boutique, a sales rep, um, if you are doing, you know, um, a farmer's market and you just have customers coming up to you, that was pretty incredible. It was basically making them always staying in the yes, right? Like always the positive, always having them answer the yes and leading them into that, like keeping the conversation positive. Yeah. So when you're phrasing questions, you'll say something like, you know, so it sounds like blah, blah, blah is that right? And they'll say yes. So you're stacking all the yeses. So yes, 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 yes. Because it brings them in this empowered state that they're able to make decisions where instead of making excuses or feeling disempowered, they're ready to like sign that check or whatever, you know, you get not really a check. They're ready to hand over their credit card and and do that. Ooh, one of the takeaways that I was actually surprised at for Seller Summit was this is the first mastermind that I've ever been in or even conference these days that there was men there. And not that I thought they were worthless guys, but I always felt like I could connect more with um, the female entrepreneur ones. And it turns out they have valuable information too. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Thank you. I have many clients that are men, some of my greatest clients. And you know, the thing that I love about that too, is just their, their connection to things, right? So, and this is not a general, I'm not trying to be generalizing things, but yes, we connect in certain ways. And one of the things that my husband always tries to tell me is like, don't take it personally. Like guys aren't really going to like BS you and, and, you know, tell you whatever they're going to tell you how it is. And then you could take it or leave it, which is kind of how I feel like living in New Jersey now. I've just shared with everyone that I've now moved. <laughs> so we're generalizing on New Jersey. And no, but New Jersey, I'm like, I wasn't sure if people were like where I am. I'm like in the suburbs now. And I'm like, is every waiter really rude? Because I walked into a restaurant the other night and basically said, my kids are really hungry. Can we get food fast? And he's like, I'm going to be honest with you. No. Can't. <laughs> Just remember Busy. Jack, I'm from LA, which is like beautiful people being nice to each other. And they're very laid back. California people are very laid back. So I wasn't used to it. And so <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> but it was like, and then I saw these two New Jerseyans chatting with each other or not chat, yelling at each other at Costco. And she's like, you're going to help me? What does that mean? And he's like, five. And she's like, what does five mean? And I was like, they totally don't hate each other. That's just how they <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> don't, I think, yes, I think being exposed to other people like male or female, other states and cities. Um, but yeah, guys definitely add value to seeing things in a different way. Yeah. And a lot of times they solve problems in a completely different way too. So it's like, it almost is beneficial for product people because then they're like, Hey, this is it's like more black and white or something rather than like for me as a woman, I'm always thinking about the emotion behind it all, like resonating with my avatar, serving her needs. Uh, whereas it's just like, Hey, tweak this keyword. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it was really interesting and it was fun. And um, yeah, that was one takeaway that I thought, hey, it's actually beneficial to be in the groups with other products people, you know, aside from I thought my whole life plan was just going to go where, you know, where Jacqueline was. <laughs> Since I tried to like weasel my way out of this whole thing with, you know, before Jacqueline was like, you should just go to the seller summit. Well, Mina, Mina, like she said, she's an introvert, even though I don't fully agree sometimes because when she's out, like she matches me toe to toe on <laughs> chatting, but she, you know, we both find the reason to travel now to see each other because we have a business together and we can grow our businesses and do a lot in a day or two days with each other. Um, she wasn't sure if she should do this on her own. And I was like, go, go on your own, like push yourself out of your comfort zone. She would tell me to do the same thing. So sometimes it's just reflecting back with somebody. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell her she'd already be doing it. She'd be like, oh, I'm going to this show and I'm speaking at it and blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, okay, cool. I'm coming with you. <laughs> she? And then, you know, the reverse is Jacqueline being like, you need to go to this and me thinking, do you think I could sell my ticket? <laughs> you know, I don't know how I got here because I wasn't always like this. So I, I don't know if it came with confidence in knowing what I'm doing or not. Or they say like women, you know, every, you know, as our decades go on, um, <laughs> you get more confident with who you are. And, and, you know, as just, so I don't know if I was always this way, but I definitely pushed myself to that limit. And, and I like it. Like I like being able to be a business person when I travel where I'm not you know, a mom and a wife, but I get to be like full on in my business because I know my family's taken care of. And so that to me is a benefit. Yeah. Having gone to these two conferences, they're amazing. I probably will go back to Seller Summit, honestly. Um, and then it, I'm not sure we'll probably do a, a decision together and she's building her empire again for next year. And then we have Biz Chicks Live, which I told like three of the women in my group about it. And the, so they might go, they might snatch up those last few tickets, which it's still my favorite conference, you know? So it's just broadening our world, I guess, as you know. And there were, I think there were only about 20 tickets left at the time of this recording, which we are in May, the second week of May of 2018. Um, so there's only a few left, but if you do end up going and you're a product boss and you're in a Facebook group, we are actually going to do a live meetup because we have about five or six of our masterminders going just randomly that they just decided that that was something that would benefit their business because it adds. So I would, the other thing, let's see, we also did a little bit of Pinterest. There were some Pinterest trainings um, where I worked on just kind of cleaning up my homepage of my uh, Pinterest board, where I think I had to just kind of fix up my keywords and really clean up my boards. And so that was something I looked at. But yeah, so you guys, Jacqueline volunteered to be, <laughs> she volunteered to be put onto the screen along with like three other people. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating. I'm going to be next. I'm going to be next. Like, I got so like, Calm down, drama queen. You know why? It's because like I'm good, constructive criticism, but I also get nervous because I know that I've tried really hard to <laughs> do things and then it's like, oh, I'm going to be in front of everyone on blast. Um <laughs> But I, I, I did. I volunteered for that. And the other time that Mina was like chatting with me was that we entered a raffle. <laughs> and it was the very end of the raffle tickets. And she was trying to show me something. And I was like, Mina, be quiet. I've got raffle tickets. Like, <laughs> I know. This woman is crazy. And then she won the raffle. I won boring. the biggest prize. <laughs> so her shushing me was, I guess, and good. It turned out really well. You guys. So speaking of manifestation. Yes. She's been on a winning streak. I told her she needs to go buy a lotto ticket. Like the flow is in her direction right now. So don't be surprised if Jacqueline says that she won a scratch ticket 
you know, like 25 grand and she's taking me to France. So do not, do not be surprised at that. Your mouth to God's ears. I will take you to France. <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> yeah, take care of kids. Cares. <laughs> so um, do you have any other takeaways? Because I have a good, a good last one. Let me flip through my notes. Oh, you guys, one of the takeaways that I did just from general processing is that I typed up all my notes in Evernote. So um, I had a ton from She's Building Her Empire on each speaker. So I did a note on each one of the speakers. And then that way, when I, and then I did one on Seller Summit, there were so many apps and things that people mentioned that I might not need right now, but I might need in the future. So I literally typed them up in Evernote with, um, SBHE Live 2018 and then, you know, Seller Summit 2018. So I can refer back and know that, I mean, this is an investment in education too, along with networking. So something, you know, that's my takeaway is to have a process afterwards, not right away. I waited a while till my mind wasn't going to explode before I did these notes and then I could revisit Mm -hmm. everything. So I would say what I'd like to leave you all with is what I thought was the biggest one. And because all of this information sometimes can be overwhelming. So it was go one more step bigger than you were doing. I don't know if that was right in English, but that's what my notes say. But just to go one, <laughs> one step more. Step. <laughs> one more step. <laughs> one more step. But just one step bigger. So it could feel really overwhelming. All of these things, right? Like manifesting stuff, improving your Pinterest page, um, increasing your sales or working on your sales, whatever it is, home office, um, redoing your website, taking more photos. So there's a lot of things you're going to pull away from these live events. And what I would say is just one step more, right? Or that's what someone said, because it's in my notes. (laughs) I'm not going to take the claim. Yeah, that was from the Pinterest. People were getting really confused with Pinterest because there's the tribes, there's Tailwind, there is um, recycling your content. And so Stacey Tushel said, just do one more step than you already were doing because then it makes it, you know, like a bite-sized action where you're still doing something, but you're not like thinking, I, got, I have to create 20 Pinterest boards and make sure they're color coordinated and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, just one more step and then and then it'll take you even a little bit further. With every conference, imagine if you go to four conferences and did one step bigger than you already were doing, you'd have a lot done. Yeah. So I would say my biggest takeaway, one step bigger is the, the manifestation and the mindset for me personally. So um, we all have that stuff. And so just this speaking positively, um, that's a huge part. And I've already just by saying things differently and phrasing things differently, realized there was a huge change. One of the things is like gratitude and even teaching my son gratitude. And so every night before he goes to bed, I ask him what he's grateful for because he just in he's five and the way that he is, he's not, he is like, nothing's good, you know? (laughs) And so since I went to the event, I basically every night have asked him what he's grateful for. And if he doesn't know, I suggest a couple things and he's really improved greatly. Like we just moved to a house and there's just little things like I'm grateful for my, our new dining room, you know, things like that, that I'm like, Oh, that conceptually isn't like what he used to say. Like, I'm grateful for that train you just bought me. You know, <laughs> so we were gone for Valentine's Day at the last conference, and she asked Oliver, you know, what are you grateful for? And he was like, nothing. It's been a horrible day. <laughs> it reminds me of like those artists that grow up and they're dark and broody, you know. <laughs> and then she says to him, well, you have your arms and legs, don't you? So I guess it was a great day. <laughs> so I learned, or I was, I figured out at this conference was like, instead of saying that, it's just offering him other suggestions. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's working. <laughs> so guess what? I didn't realize I was going to improve my parenting by going to She's Building Her Empire. And I did because that was a takeaway. Um, what would be one of the biggest things that you had that you would say? Definitely uh, one of the... So I think that uh, Stacey Tushel did this exercise when she... Uh, after the conference, but it was that limit, limiting beliefs one. Um, so it's called unlimited beliefs. I don't know. I can't remember uh, how she phrased it, but it's from Jim Fortin. And it is basically, let me give you the quote that she gives us. Okay. You are the thinker of your thoughts. Your thoughts are not the reality. So all of us are thinking certain things and they are not the reality. It's just how we think. So one of the things that I did a lot of digging on is that there's so many things that I think about myself. I'm not an adventurer. I don't like to cook anymore. I'm not active with my health because I love food so much. But that's just a limiting belief, right? I can be healthy and still love food. You know, the other thing too is that I could definitely be a better wife. Like I put, I thought it was my limiting belief of I'm focusing on my kids. But who's to say I can't be focusing on my husband too? You know, so it's like things like that that I pulled from there that I thought, you know, I was just okay, la-di-da, thinking that those, that's just how I am. But you know what? That's not how I am. And I'm changing my limiting beliefs. I love it. Yeah, like <laughs> Stacey, Stacey Churchill had said that basically she's like, if you want to buy something, how can you buy something if you should be saving, right? So if she's making, not her, but if you're making more money, if you start to do well in your business, um, is it one or the other? It's not one or the other. Why couldn't it be both? That's a limiting belief that you have to save and not spend. When if you made enough, then you could save and spend and have enough to provide for your family or your business or whatever it is. So the limiting belief is that it's one or the other versus being able to be or do all of it. So I want all of you to think about that because as an entrepreneur and a product-based business, we hit really hard days, whether you're going and you're doing a trade show and it's not going as well as you want, or um, you know your online sales have slowed down because of the season, whatever it is, it's a limiting belief that it's never going to be better or it's, or, you know, that it's going down a certain way or that you're not, your product isn't good enough. There are people out there that want everything. And so they want what you have and you just have to be able to sell it and have your mindset around that, that you're awesome at what you do. Yeah. You're not that Chinese hijacker. <laughs> <laughs> Round up this podcast. <laughs> Was that in this one or in the other one? I don't know. But in our <laughs> podcast episode about um, photography, Mina was saying how she didn't want to put a photograph of herself because she thought she'd look like a Chinese hijacker. Not Chinese. Which is common, which is common and on Amazon. And no, I'm not Chinese. Thank you. <laughs> so a limiting belief is that Mina believes that if she puts a photo of herself, people are going to assume that she's Asian and therefore Chinese and hijacking her product. <laughs> Yes. Um, Changing all those, you can definitely just change your mindset on a lot of things. So we'll leave you guys with that. And thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Hey, you guys, we're adding a new special series on Fridays to the Product Boss podcast feed called Subscription Boss. We want to change lives by showing you how to become a successful subscription box business owner. Our plan is twofold. First, we're giving you step-by-step episodes of how to get this reoccurring revenue done. And second, we get you on the right platform to pull this off. That's where CrateJoy comes in. They're our partner in this in an all-in-one subscription box marketplace that you can sell on. 
we get you in front of their 3 million monthly website views for extra visibility. With both of those combined, we can really make some magic happen. So let's do it. Join us every Friday for Subscription Boss episodes right here on the Product Boss podcast feed. We'll see you there.